Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Welcome back to a Healing Peace Podcast. How are you doing? How are you managing summer thus far? For a minute, I thought I was doing good with this heat. But you know what happened today? My AC unit went out. Yes, it did. I am frying. So I'm going to get through this episode hopefully pretty quick so I can be able to breathe and all that good stuff. But as you know, we always come back after the end of our interviews to give you guys some great tools and tips. And this interview with Karis Mayer has been incredible. She shared so many wonderful things that I'm so excited to be able to bring to you and kind of consolidate everything into something that you can put into practice in your everyday lives. (laughs) But before I do, you know what I'm about to do. Yes, you do. And that is our wonderful PSAs. Yes. Please subscribe to our channel in whatever app you're listening to us in. Leave a review. Do not forget to tell your friends and family about us. Lastly, we always welcome others to share our social media posts. We are on Facebook. Our handler is at A Healing Peace. We're also on LinkedIn. Our podcast information is always on our parent companies, J Intelligent Networks, J Intel profile page. Find, follow, and share us. Okay, now let's get back to the show. As I stated before, we've been doing this wonderful segment on finding hope when suffering. And I want to bring to your attention that the items that I'm about to share apply to all of us in different circumstances and not just with chronic illness. And so the reason that is, is because life just gets rough and we just need help to make it along the journey. So before I start rambling on other stuff like this heat, I'm going to jump right on into these tools and tips. Tip number one. During the interview, Karis shared that she encountered a season in her journey where she minimized how she felt as she dealt with her illness. She noticed that she didn't want to burden others. She also thought that she was strong enough to endure her pain, which led to dealing with her illness alone and at times suffering in silence. I'm aware that it's so easy to have this mindset. We may think that we can push through. But how can we break free from this mindset so that we're getting the help that we need? First, we must be honest with ourselves about our condition. Most likely, depending upon the condition, it will not go away because we want to feel better. I wish it was that easy. Thus, we must take an honest look at our circumstances and admit that we do not have the power to fix them. This is the first step in any 12-step program. That being, we must admit we have a problem and are powerless. After admittance, identify your beliefs or your values. 
You may be wondering, what do I mean by this? Well, sometimes when the illness becomes more prevalent and you're no longer able to function as you did previously, it is so easy to think negatively about yourself, making statements of, why can't I do this? I know better. I should be able to do X, Y, and Z. Therefore, this negative train of thought hinders from embracing the good qualities about yourself, your true beliefs, and your true values. Instead, you may need to spend time identifying and write down your beliefs and values. You can start this exercise by asking yourself, what do you admire? What inspires you to take action? For instance, you may admire freedom, being free from the pain and discomfort, or before having physical difficulties, you may have admired your endurance and strength. You may feel like you no longer possess these items because your body is not supporting you. Now you are challenged with seeing these items through your body full of elements. To regain your freedom, you can express yourself by talking to others freely and honestly. In the process of doing this, you gain the freedom to be your authentic self. You also can create new habits that allow for mobility, for endurance and strength. You can ask your doctor for suggestions to manage your care in a manner that strengthens your body. Create a schedule to implement these new items to develop your endurance. In terms of what inspires you to take action, your core value might change to wellness. That is actually a value. In this particular case, you will need to evaluate your food choices. Stay active, having your self-care, emotional, and mental health routines. You also may need to think about others who inspire you and write down their characteristics to help identify what matters to you. When you can identify your beliefs and values, you create a roadmap to build yourself up, which leads to the confidence you need to reach out to others and acknowledge that you require support along the journey. When you request support, you no longer minimize your experiences and you will believe that you are worthy to get help instead of believing that you are a burden. All right, now, tip number two builds upon his previous tip. Sometimes we have difficulty moving beyond our pain because we have an expectation of what our lives should be. Therefore, we can easily lose sight of how God wants to work in our lives. This tip requires that you take some reflection time. Yes. Spend time identifying previous situations where you did not know the outcome. Perhaps these situations are those where you had the most fear. For instance, you had no idea how you were going to be able to pay that bill or how you will land that dream job. Once you identify the situation, write down what you thought should happen. Then write down what did happen. Now identify how the situation could have turned out if it happened as you planned. For most, I'm hoping that you discover that the reality turned out better than you initially wanted. If you are having difficulty identifying a reality that became better than your initial thought, then take a moment to reflect on what you learned from the situation. How did you grow from the experience? 
Doing this exercise will bring awareness to God working on your behalf despite your expectations. Mm-hmm. All right, now tip number three. When dealing with chronic illness and wanting to achieve hope along the journey, it requires that we wrestle with God. Karis spoke candidly about her wrestling with God for deliverance and being surrendered to the outcome. In her wrestling, she talked to God openly and honestly. She shared her fears and disappointments and asked for his help. After listening to the interview again, because I knew that, I get care, I'm like, some of these things, it's just good to know. Let me repeat it. But anyways, after listening to the interview again, I thought about wrestlers. I don't know if you've ever seen a wrestling match. Well, when I was little, I sure did enjoy that WWF. Watching it, there was always a moment where the person is pinned and can no longer maneuver himself. His opponent wins the match. As we wrestle with God, at some point, him being the stronger opponent will win. Ultimately, we surrender to his will. Karis revealed her surrender to God numerously throughout the interview. Even though God wins, it does not mean that he does not want to meet us on the mat. Meeting him on the mat provides an opportunity for us to cry out and place ourselves in a situation where we are not only seen by God, but we are allowing him to touch us. Because in order to get pinned, we requires that he touches. Okay. You can tell I always get excited. Let's keep going. Karis did an incredible job sharing about the importance of relying on God. She stated that on her journey, she was aware that due to the severity of her illness, she could not move forward in her day without relying on him. So how can we do this? She talked about getting up in the morning before the children to spend time with God. As I shared this, Some of you guys may have thought who have children that, man, this is not possible. You may think I'm barely sleeping as it is. I understand your sentiments. So you may want to start with the second item that she did as you incorporate more reliance in your life. She stated that she prayed that God will help her to trust and not lose faith in him. Thus, tip number four is simply relying upon God throughout the day, which can be achieved by your morning Bible slash quiet times or by praying. When we position ourselves in this manner, we are opening ourselves up and allowing room for God to be glorified. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and can't seem to move forward? If so, you're not alone. Millions of people struggle with emotional and health challenges every year. However, we believe that everyone deserves to live a happy and fulfilling life, and we are here to help you get there. J-I-N-T-E-L, J-I-N-T-E-L, now offers coaching services. Receive these benefits when you book a session. Increase self-awareness, improve communication skills, increase confidence, reduce stress, and improve relationships. If you're ready to take the next step, please go to jintel.org slash services to book a free consultation. All right now, so the next several tips guide us through possessing the growth mindset. 
And actually, as I've been talking, the other tips actually are about having a growth mindset. So now I'm just going to pinpoint exactly what do I mean by that. What is a growth mindset? And I did go and read it so I can make sure I'm explaining it correctly. So here goes. A growth mindset is a belief that intelligence and abilities can be developed through effort, practice, and learning. People with a growth mindset see failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. And they are not afraid to challenge themselves. They believe that their intelligence and talents are not fixed, but can improve over time. With a growth mindset, you achieve anything you set your mind to. Mm -mm -mm. But please note that developing a growth mindset does take time and effort. Yes, it does. Thus, our next tips are to help build what you're already doing and encourage your growth in this area. Let's dig in. Karis discuss having a positive outlook for having humility with God. The ability to allow him to lead you. Possessing this level of humility builds our faith and keeps us going. So how can we tangibly be humble before God? Previously, I joked about not praying for it. Because usually it does lead to more humble moments. So since I don't want to lead you down a painful path, unless you're real bold enough to do it, if you are, go for it. If not, I'm going to suggest a different option. This is nothing new. That being having a gratitude journal. Well, go ahead and dust those journals off and begin again. This time, you will focus more specifically on the items that God is doing in your life despite the suffering. Being humble about how he is working in your life. Carrie shared that due to her condition, she was told that she would never have children. However, she has four. Mm-hmm. So despite not being cured of her illness, God still worked on her behalf and granted her heart's desire. Another example that she expressed was that God healed her pancreas. Her pancreas atrophied, which means that her pancreas decreased in size. She expressed that her pancreas was miraculously healed when she went to have surgery. However, God did not heal her kidneys or her whole body from the chronic illness. In both cases, God worked miracles in her life. When dealing with suffering, it can become easy to always remember the problems instead of remembering how good God is and how he is still working. Thus, tip number five is to keep a gratitude journal to remember God's power. Ultimately, this will lead you down a path of being humble with God as you appreciate his power in your life. All right, now, to continue building on our growth mindset muscles, we must combat those lies, combat those lies, combat those lies that we tell ourselves. These lies sound like, I will never be better. I cannot enjoy my life. I am not strong enough to get through this challenge. I hate myself because I should not be experiencing this issue. This list goes on and on and on. So how do we stop lies and mental bullying? Yes, you are bullying yourself mentally when we allow lies to dictate our mindsets. 
So again, Karis did a fantastic job providing insights into how to stop the madness. We have five items that will help combat the lies. Karis noted that our minds bring life and death. To enlist our minds to bring life, she discussed focusing on uplifting items. Focus on what your body can do instead of focusing on what it can no longer do. Another item, to focus on God's promises. She stated that God has thousands of promises in his word. Thus, write them down. Writing them down is using that muscle memory. Put them up around the house. Repeat them to yourself and repeat them to others. And shucks, you can also pray through them or sing them to yourself. Now, I'm personally not a singer, but I sure do pray through. The Psalms are excellent for both praying and singing. Go ahead and pick up a song. Okie dokie, here's another one. Karis also reminded us that we need to prepare for the lies and be ready to combat them. She revealed the power of praise and worship, books and devotionals, and putting on the armor of God. You can find the armor of God in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Yes, you can. Another item is to have those around you who can encourage you and help you shift your mindset. Yes, sometimes we do need those people. The last two items I really like. The first one is to depend on the Holy Spirit. I don't know how many times I have to be reminded of the Holy Spirit strength versus my own. To be to depend on the Spirit requires slowing down so that the Spirit can interject on your behalf. Yes, let him interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, finally, the last item for combating lies is simply to fall in love with God. Ooh, this one hit my heart so positively. Yes, it did. When I focus my attention on loving God, it transitions my thoughts from focusing on the lies. That was a drop the mic statement. Yes, it was. Okay, we done made it through tip number six. It was long. Thank you for being with me. And now as we keep moving on, I do realize that we are actually receiving about 15 tips today. Even though I'm hot and I said this is going to be short. Sorry about that, but thank you for continuing to listen. Here we go. Let's keep moving. Let me quit getting on my tangent. Building up on our growth mindset. Tip number seven is to find a purpose despite or being in the pain. Karis revealed that her purpose while enduring has become ministry for equipping others through their suffering. In the intro of this podcast segment, I read 2 Corinthians 1 verses 3 through 4. Now, when I say intro, I mean when I'm just talking about myself like I'm doing right now before the interview. Yeah. Nonetheless, in that, if we keep reading in verse four, it states, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we are comforted by God. God comforts us so that we can comfort others. As you comfort others, you can find purpose in your suffering. It may not be comforting others with the same problem, but perhaps just providing love 
listening to others, spending time with them. All these elements can edify your spirit. And as you do this, you achieve a greater purpose despite the pain. Tip number eight builds upon tip number seven, which is simply reaching out to others. And actually, I don't know if you've been listening, but this has actually been seasoned throughout the whole episode. So now I'm just bringing more attention to this tip because at the end of the day, we still need people. Sad. Mm -hmm. But as we reach out for others, allowing someone to help us, be specific about what your needs are. Karis expressed the blessing she received when a friend repeatedly prayed for her. Or even just having a person in your space sitting with you so that you do not feel alone. These are two great things needed so that we are able to reach out to others and do it in the way so that we're getting the support that we actually need. Mm-hmm. So again, talks about being freely and open. When we're communicating, this is another example about being free, open, all those wonderful things. Okay. On the flip side, if you are called to comfort those suffering from long-term illness, Karis provided some do's. Thus, tip number nine identifies the do's for comforting others. These are to be informed about the condition. When you are uninformed, You can easily add burdens to the person with the illness by expressing unrealistic outcomes. This happens so unintentionally because we want to say things to make the person feel better. I fall into this trap all the time. It gets me in trouble. Second, ask questions. The primary question is, how can I help you? Allow the person to express their needs. Lastly, when you ask, Please listen. I have a friend with chronic illness and it hurts him more when people try to help him but make the matter worse because the person had a fixed idea to how that help should be. The person did not listen nor acted upon what my friend actually needed. Okay, you guys, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Ooh, I've been talking, but we finally made it to tip number 10. And tip number 10 is not necessarily a tip, but rather a reminder of God's workings. Romans 15, 4 through 6 state, For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This passage reveals that everything was written down to instruct us, and through his word we receive endurance and encouragement so that we might have hope. The passage also reveals the value of relationships. That in God's endurance and encouragement, we can live in harmony with others. Why is that so? So that we can come together as one voice to glorify God, who is the Father of Christ. Lastly, Romans 15, 13 states, May the God of hope 
fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. May God, who is hope, fill you up with joy and peace, so that you live in hope. Another drop the mic statement. Mm, 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 mm. All right, now, a lot of great information. I think her interview summed up many of our previous podcast segments. Yes, she did. But we always need reminders. We will be back in August. Until then, take July to put some of these items into your everyday lives, practice them, build upon them, and make them your own. Until next time, enjoy your week. Thank you.